start running. to be a warrior, a slave, I cannot be a soldier and a conqueror fighting to be free. Fantastic lyrics from that British band. Okay, and uh, the song is, of course, Warrior. All right, by Wishbone Ash. All right, welcome everybody. This is Voice of Christian Israel, Eurofolk Radio. Today is November 14th, 2021. And uh, my guest, as usual, on Voice of Christian Israel is Pastor David Martins of South Africa. How are you doing today, Pastor Martins? Good evening, Pastor Eli, and good evening to our listeners across the globe. Ex- excellent on this side, Pastor. We uh, are beginning to experience some uh, summer, or a little bit of summer. Uh, yet in the evenings, um, when the sun goes down, the cold rush is in. Otherwise, very well. Thank you, Pastor. Very good. Very good. Okay, so today we're going to be continuing our series on comparisons between uh, the ancient city of Tyre, the kingdom of Tyre, and the modern mystery Babylon. And uh, a lot of, uh, how should I put this? A lot of Bible theologians do not really make the connection between the ancient city of Tyre and modern mystery Babylon. And it's pretty obvious to us in Christian identity that there is a connection between the two because ancient Tyre was a mercantile empire, uh, probably the largest mercantile empire of, of the time, and which expanded into Europe. And uh, last, the last time you and I discussed this subject, we were talking about how the Phoenicians brought uh, uh, Jewish banking practices to Europe, you know, to Venice and other places. And, you know, so right. there's one major connection. So it's not just a similarity between one and the other. There is a direct time, uh, you know, how should I put it, chronological progression from ancient Tyre to modern mystery Babylon. And, of course, I think we also talked about uh, the, uh, uh, the British uh, East India Company, and the uh, Dutch East India Company are also directly and chronologically connected to ancient Tyre. Your comment at this point before we go into the article. Uh, Pastor, yes, having uh, done some research on the uh, doings and the developments of, uh, for example, the English Tea Company and the success that they had with trade, in particular with um, tea from Ceylon, of course, the... um, the 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 um, Sephardic Jews who started the Dutch East Indian Company were soon to follow suit, and they uh, also passed the Cape and uh, started trading even beyond uh, Ceylon. Uh, they traded with Madagascar, Mauritius, 
And then also with countries like Malaysia, Indonesia, and uh, as far afield as uh, the Philippines and uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, so, the, 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 the similarities in the uh, way in which they trade it is also remarkable. And in, in fact, it seemed as if the Dutch had, uh, or the Sephardic Jews who created the Dutch East Indian Company, they uh, either eavesdropped from the um, the Sephardic Jews that also fled um, Spain and Portugal in uh, 1492 and 1496, respectively, uh, when some of these Sephardic Jews fled to England and some of them fled to to Holland. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the parallels are extremely similar in the way in which they did their trading, the way in which they, once they established a trading point, they um, started dominating and, in fact, um, even turning to uh, measures of inquisition mm-hmm. in order to retain the and maintain the stronghold on that particular part of the world. Yes, yes. So, so yeah, we see a continuation. Uh, in in each case, the the kingdom of Tyre, which was practicing usury, but uh, it, it uh, was not so much with outer uh, other nations because they didn't have the um, you know the the presence there. It was mainly doing trade, commerce, uh, that sort of thing. Yes. And uh, the usury game was uh, practiced at a very to a very limited extent, although it grew over time. The the, the longer this process developed, uh, the the bigger the usury aspect of it became. Back to you. Yes, Pastor. I think perhaps just for clarification, uh, many people might wonder where is Tyre? Um, it is a city. It it was a city that arose not very far from to the south from the present day Beirut or Beirut um, of the current Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Of course, that is uh, a city that uh, was on the main trading route between uh, the Europe and the uh, Far East. Yes. And of course, it also, it also provided a, um, a outlet to the sea, the Mediterranean, and the Mediterranean, of course, Created the opportunity to do trade all the way past the so-called pillars, uh, the pillars of Hercules. Yes, wow, mm-hmm. Hercules, Hercules, which yeah. of course is the uh, uh, the Straits of Gibraltar. Right, and um, there's there's reason to believe that they even traded as far uh, uh, um, across the oceans uh, to South America and North America. Yes. Yes, I was just recently looking at a map of the North Atlantic, and there's no doubt they they crossed the uh, Straits of Gibraltar, sailed north uh, to England, and possibly because you know, they had uh, tin mines, the tin mines of Cornwall, yes. uh, where they would mine tin, and in fact uh, Joseph of Arimathea owned a tin mine in England in the days of Christ. Yes. Okay. And so, and then beyond England, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump from uh, Scotland to Iceland and from Iceland to Greenland. To, uh, to yeah. Greenland. Yeah. Yes. And, and from there to Newfoundland and the Americas. 
And in those yeah. days, it was not so cold. Uh, the the average temperature, let's say, 1000 AD, was two or three degrees warmer. And then uh, we had a, a mm. mini ice age uh, come later, which uh, prevented a lot of uh, shipping from uh, you know Greenland to uh, Europe. So yeah, there, there's all kinds of evidence that the Phoenicians, yeah. the uh, obviously the uh, who, who was the Eric the Red, <laughs> uh, the uh, Vikings. The Viking uh, came to America, yes. and uh, and even the uh, Egyptians, Egyptian sailing ships, and of course the Israelites, uh, also came to America by ship. Yes. So so for for many thousands of years, uh, these these let's call them the Aryan ship uh, shipping uh, sailors, the Aryan, Aryan sailors came to America and left their marks behind here in America in in thousands. Of yeah. various types of monuments okay so anyway that puts yeah, to rest absolutely. the myth that, that, that columbus discovered america <laughs> right right okay so well, go ahead. Um, actually christopher columbus rediscovered america he never discovered it, mm-hmm. it, it uh, yeah. well when christopher columbus um discovered um uh, the the well, what they thought w- would be the West Indies, purely because of a lack of or a loss of information or lo- lack of mm-hmm. a loss of knowledge. Right. But uh, Christopher Columbus, when he came uh, to America, he found the evidence that there had been people there before him. Right. Oh yeah. In I fact, think, Christopher yeah. Columbus himself was a Jew. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and he was also financed. Uh, the story is about how he was at least in part financed by Queen Isabella, but uh, I understand he also got financed yes. from from Jews as well, right? So, but uh, he, the, may, he may he may have had a co- yeah he may have had a copy of the Piri Reis map. The Piri Reis map is very very ancient uh, that uh, go that shows the entire planet. The entire northern and southern hemisphere, although the the difference is that it shows Antarctica free of ice, <laughs> right? So how long ago? Yes. How long ago was Antarctica free of ice? Yeah, so, but it very very clearly shows the outline of North America, Europe, uh, Greenland, etc., and the Straits of Gibraltar. So, and he might he might have had yeah. a copy of that map to guide him. Okay. So, uh, and it was probably, mm-hmm. in fact, well, I was just getting ready to say the Phoenicians uh, pervade the legend that the, uh, if you sail beyond the Straits of Gibraltar, the, you would fall off the end of the earth, <laughs> right? Your, yes. Your, your ships would go cascading off the end of the earth. Where that water went to, nobody knows. But uh, anyway, that was the legend they, they pervade. And this was to, simply to keep other people from horning in on their trade routes, Right. That, that's what they were doing. Yes. False advertising, folks. <laughs> we, we still have plenty yeah. of that going on today. As usual. Yeah, as usual. Okay, so the author of this article states, uh, uh, brings up Psalm 83. A, a third reason why I would not completely dismiss the possibility that there may be some prophecies concerning an end-time Tyre is that the inhabitants of Tyre are mentioned in Psalm 83 which is a chapter that many people believe is very relevant to the end times. Yeah, well, uh, David had many prophecies of the Judgment Day. And he quotes verses 5 through 7. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederate against thee. The tabernacles of Edom, 
and the Ishmaelites of Moab and the Hagarines, Gibal and Ammon and Amalek, the Philistines with the inhabitants of Tyre. Psalm 83, mm. 5 through 7. So I could say that, that these, these kingdoms were confederate against Israel even in the days of David. Okay? Yes. And, and the Philistines were descendants of Ham, but not Canaanites. So, uh, so they were. This is the reason why uh, the Israelites were not commanded to destroy the Philistines like they were the Canaanites. That that doesn't make them good people, but they weren't. Uh, they didn't have the uh, devil seed within them as the Canaanite people did. Okay. So, uh, yeah. so and uh, so, who is confederate? All of these people are confederate against the children of Israel. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and that's still true today. <laughs> it's, it's still true today. Yeah, yeah. So let me look at this list. Uh, Eb- Edom, still here. The Ishmaelites are still here today. Known that they're known as Ad- um, uh, sorry, Arabs. The Moabites and Arabs, Hager- yes. Yeah, right. Uh, the Moabites and Hagarines are st- they're still in the Middle East. Gebal, I'm not sure who the Gebalites are. Ammon and Amalek, yeah, well, the Jews. Uh, the Jews are the descendants of Amalek as well as of Edom. Uh, and uh, uh, Amalek is simply one of the Canaanite tribes. And the Philistines are still with us as well. I think Palestinian, <laughs> right? So, and of course, a lot of these yeah. are territorial names. Uh, we do actually have some blonde-haired, blue-eyed uh, Israelites living in, in, this, in the, the Levant, as it's called, along with the inhabitants of Tyre, mm. as you correctly say. It's Lebanon today. Okay, it's yes. Lebanon. So, and all these people uh, are still confederate against true Israel, and we're not supposed to make any uh, commercial agreements with them anyway. Okay, or any kind of agreement, especially yes. political. Okay, or religious. Okay, this article is written well, for. The... Well, the, Go ahead. Yeah. The interesting thing is, uh, if one looks at the um, uh, genealogy uh, of um, the various. Uh, nations that are mentioned in the scriptures, uh, one finds it surprising that they are all with, uh, or they were all descendants of the three sons and their wives of Noah, mm-hmm. which makes them yes. all yeah. white yeah. Adamites. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the whole of uh, Mesopotamia was populated by these white Adamites, no doubt about it. Okay. and uh, But even the Hamites were white. And, of course, the Japhethites, who exactly. moved north and became known as the Greeks. Even the Kushites. Yes, that's right. They were, they were all white. They were, all the descendants of Noah were white. Don't let anybody tell you that, that some became Chinamen and others became blacks. No, that's not true. That's, that's Jewish mythology, folks. Jewish mythology. Yes. So, uh, so we can recognize wherever civilization, high civilization, developed, it was created by white Aryans. No doubt about this. Okay, certainly, certainly the yeah. blacks of Africa did not create any high civilization, and the Chinese never, uh, never developed beyond an imperial, imperialistic mode of civilization, where you know the, the Chinese language doesn't even contain the word liberty. <laughs> All right, so yes. they don't have any concept of representative government as we do, and neither do the black Africans. Right. So let's continue here. Yeah. 
This article is written for those who think that there are some prophecies relating to an end-time Tyre. If you believe that every prophecy concerning Tyre has been fulfilled, then just skim over the rest of this article and you probably will have already ruled out Tyre as Babylon, the city, uh, great city candidate. Proponents of Tyre represents the, uh, Babylon, the great city theory, view some of the verses concerning Tyre in the book of Ezekiel as having relevance to a future Tyre. Again, we're saying that, first of all, we uh, I think last time we got together, we established a chronological connection between Tyre, the Phoenicians, and uh, the moneylenders of Europe, of Southern Europe, okay, which yeah. ultimately became the, uh, uh, the Dutch East India Company and the British East India Company, all right? And so it was directly from the British East India Company that the House of Rothschild, the Ashkenazi House of Rothschild developed, okay? So I can say uh, that there is a direct chronological connection between Tyre and current Mystery Babylon. And so let's go to the pros as he lists them here. The renowned city. One reason why one might think that Tyre could be the Babylon, the great city, is that the two are described similarly. Babylon the Great is given the title, the great city, which reigneth over the kings of the earth, in Revelation 17, 18. Mm. All right, they sure, it sure does. Now, it's yes. interesting, though. Um, the, uh, the ancient Tyre did not reign over the nations of the earth, but it did uh, tremendous amounts of commerce with them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, of course, with with its location, past it uh, basically controlled um, all the trade, or it, um, ra- reigned in terms of trading uh, between the west and the east, over land and over sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it was a great commercial empire, and uh, the Rothschilds were a great commercial empire, and uh, the, all the Jewish usury, uh, you know, a- um, practitioners. Uh, in the European... Emanated. Yeah, yeah, emanated from that, okay? But the, yes. The, but they did not control the, the politics and the military of these empires. They only had uh, advisor status. Commercial. Right, and, and commercial status, right? And uh, But they yes. were advising kings and queens as to uh, how to spend their money, Okay. Somehow, well, uh, to this day, the yeah. Roth, yeah, go to ahead. this day, the Rothschilds still uh, are the only financial uh, advisors to Queen Elizabeth. Right, <laughs> right, to everybody's detriment. Interesting. Yes, yes, to uh, total uh, dictators via the Bank of England. Okay, and uh, there are other yeah. uh, na- so-called national banks, which are not national banks. They are not government banks. They are private banks owned by Jews. That's what most people don't understand. These are not government banks. The Federal Reserve is not a U.S.-controlled bank. It is controlled by the international Jew, right? And most people don't understand it. Okay, they simply – same thing Um, with the Bank of – yeah, right? Deutsche Bank, et cetera. Yeah. Well, most probably Facebook would have uh, labeled that particular – bit of information as partly un- untrue. Okay. Be- because because they like to sow doubt. Um, they, they tell you something is partially untrue or partially false. Um, but investigate all the details that you've stated. You find that there is 
evidence, sufficient supporting evidence that all this, the items or all the facts that you stated are in fact true. Completely but everybody true. who goes and reads it gets a flash that says right. it is partly false. Sowing seeds of doubt. Absolutely. Um, but Pastor, sorry, I'm, I'm jumping onto something else right now okay. while I'm thinking about it. Okay. Uh, what I started receiving today is notifications from Facebook telling me that I should go and look at the um, the, the climate change in my immediate environment. Really? Well, it, it is expected. <laughs> what what we've seen is in scriptures, it says about the seven lean years and the seven fat years. Okay. So there's a seven-year cycle, which is definitely also evident in terms of uh, rainfall, in terms of temperatures, etc. Then there is a, another cycle. There are a number of cycles. But what we see is that they are exploiting natural occurrences and natural events as to further their agendas and goals. Everybody knows that the climate changes. It's been doing that for yeah. the past five hundred, well, right. 6,000 years. That's why it's a meaningless term, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, at least at least these elitists have an opportunity to go and gather in multitude of aeroplanes at a particular um, spot, Mm-hmm. And go and doze off from their supposed to be duties that they should be running. Yes, yes. Now it's interesting. Uh, the, the Ezekiel quote here uh, states, "And they shall take up la- a lamentation for thee that is Tyre, and say to thee, How art thou destroyed, that wast inhabited of seafaring men?" The renowned city, of course, it's a direct reference to Tyre, Mm -hmm. which was strong in the sea. She and her inhabitants, which caused their terror to be on all that haunt it. And that's Ezekiel 26, 17. Now, I would say that because Tyre was not a military empire, it had a few soldiers on their ships at most. But the ports that it controlled, like Carthage, and, of course, Tyre itself and a few others, uh, those were defensible yeah. cities. So they were strong uh, uh, in their ports, but not uh, as uh, – I don't think they ever invaded anybody uh, with their ships. But uh, the Romans, desirous of uh, uh, Phoenician goods, attacked Carthage and destroyed it, and uh, etc. So the Tyrians were never any match militarily for any other empire. So the terror that's being referred to here, I believe, is only the the tales, <laughs> the tall tales told by seafaring, yeah. uh, by, by uh, sailors, okay? And, uh, yeah. and, just, and just these kind of, t- oh, just like today, COVID is just a tall tale <laughs> being told yeah. around the world to terrorize people, but there's really nothing to be afraid of, is there? Well, no, of course not, Pastor, uh, but um, with successful marketing and successful <laughs> propaganda, of course, the the most of the people who have been brainwashed over the uh, past so many years have a tremendous fear of being stranded without food and stranded oh. because they didn't read the scriptures to prepare. Right. 
It's so important yeah. to read scriptures and prophecies. But yeah. uh, yes, you're right, Pastor. They, yeah. um, uh, these Edomites have one massive propaganda machine and that they exploit to its fullest. Yeah. Remember how this whole reign of terror began with people being afraid of a toilet paper shortage and a paper towel shortage, right? Yes. Uh, they were uh, emptying out the stores. And, of course, they were creating a false uh, – the rumor started – and uh, people were, were, oh, no, we're not going to have any toilet paper uh, for the rest of our lives. <laughs> we better stock up. Yeah. And this, it's just, all, it's rumor mongering, which causes terror. Yeah. In the people who hear the, the rumor. Well, somebody's, well, we know that the paper industry is controlled by the um, Edomites as well. So yeah, right. they made quite a packet in a few. Uh, in fact, they most probably had a record bumper. Yeah. Uh, season. Yes. With the, no doubt. with the propaganda that they made. Yeah, absolutely. But well, it yeah. also, yeah. The, the, the other thing, Pastor, which I thought of some time ago, the, the way in which people react to their propaganda on something like toilet paper gives them a gauge whereby they can determine how many people can they influence with what type of information. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, the Rothschild because they, yeah, they they tell you the till, they mm -hmm. tell you the till at the end of the day to see how much uh, or how many um, or how the the sale of paper toilet paper had leaked over that period of time. They right. know that they they can use that sort yeah. of method in terms of propagating uh, deceptions. Yeah, and the Chinese were even buying it up to help cause a shortage, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's all very coordinated. Exactly. Right, it's all very coordinated. But yeah, so uh, the Russia, well, if the people believe this rumor, what else will they believe? They'll believe that there's this fake pandemic called COVID, which is no different from seasonal flu, right? And all the evidence shows that there's no more deaths per year uh, than ever, than before COVID. It's just they relabeled flu as COVID, but there's no more deaths. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. More proof and that of it's course, a fraud. Yeah. Of, of course, leveraged also by the um, a concoction which they pump into people's bodies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, very evil stuff. Very evil. Okay, Absolutely. so now this is the kingdom that enriches the kings of the earth, which it did, which ancient Tyre did, right, through the trading operations and uh, facilitating trade from one nation to another. And, of course, which Mystery Babylon, it doesn't enrich nations anymore. It enriches corporations because it steals yes. the wealth of the nations for their corporations. So let's see what he has to say here. Another reason why one might think that Tyre represents Babylon, the great city, is that Tyre is described as a city that enriched the kings of the earth, which is a characteristic of Babylon, the great city. Though I'm, I'm sure this author is absolutely clueless that we're talking about the Rothschilds and the international banksters. Yeah. He doesn't talk about the bankers at all in this article. He, this is all generalities. Well, but, yeah. Well, this is all in, in basically in a, um, a, a, a realm where in which there could be many interpretations. Yes. But there's no real realization of this. He doesn't draw the line down to the factual what we're experiencing today. 
Yeah, yeah, no, he doesn't see uh, he doesn't see the banking connection, which we talked about last time. That was a completely different author. Okay, so he says the following table illustrates the strong parallel between Tyre and Babylon, the great city, with respect to this detail, and illustrates the parallel between the sadness people feel following the destruction of Tyre, and the sadness people feel following the destruction of Babylon, the great city. Right. Well, we're talking about the merchants of the earth. And all the people exactly. who are profiting therefrom and getting all their goods therefrom, you know, um, we uh, in identity are primarily preppers who see the end of the system coming, right? We see the end coming. But, yes. the, peop- but, but the people who are feasting on it, they, they think it's going to last forever, right? And, and they're going to be weeping and wailing and gnashing their teeth when they s- begin to see the banks burning. And their ships burning, etc. Yeah. Okay. Well, already we can see this um, amassing of people up against the these elitists or the Edomites. Yes. Exactly as uh, as is prophesied in um, Obadiah verses one and two. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So he compares Ezekiel twenty-seven with Revelation eighteen, uh, nine, eighteen, and nineteen. I'll just read a little bit of it here. Uh, Ezekiel 27, 30 to 33, and shall cause their voice to be heard against thee and shall cry bitterly and shall cast up dust upon their heads. They shall uh, wallow themselves in, in the ashes and they shall make themselves utterly bald for thee and gird them with sackcloth and they shall weep for thee with bitterness of heart and bitter wailing. That's all the merchants of the earth, right? And the kings that have profited therefrom. Revelation 18, 18 and 19, which says, And they cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? And they cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing. So the language is virtually identical. Okay? So this is Absolutely. Very, yeah. So, uh, I mean, these are good points made by the author. But he doesn't, uh, he doesn't connect Mystery Babylon with the international banksters. He doesn't make that connection. Downfall. The third reason why one might think that Tyre represents Babylon, the great city, is that the description of each city's downfall is similar. The similarities are highlighted in the following passages. This is verse 19, uh, which, uh, okay, I guess I guess this is uh, back to oh, Ezekiel. I'm sorry. For thus saith yes. Yahweh Elohim, when I shall make thee desolate, a desolate city, like the cities that are not inhabited, when I shall bring up the deep upon thee, and great waters shall cover thee. I'll just uh, jump to Revelation again. Verse 21, uh, Revelation 18, And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall the great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. Okay? So, the uh, final days of Tyre and Mystery Babylon are described in very, very similar ways. Your, your comment. Yes, absolutely, Pastor. In fact, the parallels are so uh, uh, so significant that uh, significant that one cannot look past them. In, in, in fact, I think once one gets to know um, what prophet, prophetic word is about and the way in which prophecies are given is there's always a parallel and there's always uh, also a form of 
um, uh, parables. It's par- a parable. Uh, in in fact, yes. with one, uh, for the, for example, that which is being prophesied about Tyre um, is also related to, for example, Babylon the Great, as in the prophetic word, which of course refers to mm-hmm. what we're currently seeing as this massive elite stronghold that the um, the yeah. Edomites have. A, over the right, uh, well, right across the globe. Amen, amen. Now, it's, but it amazes me that your average Judeo-Christian minister uh, does not see the connection and does not consider Mystery Babylon uh, to be the uh, you know the kingdom of the international bankers. They just don't get that. If they do, then they're keeping mum about it, <laughs> right? But you won't hear hmm. this from any mainstream pulpit. And this warning should be broadcast from every church steeple, <laughs> right? Pardon your expression. From every pulpit, this warning should be broadcast. On the other hand, preachers like, oh, what's his name? Um, Billy Graham's son, uh, Franklin Graham. Yes. Is telling, he's not warning people that uh, the, the empire of merchants and the bankers are essentially one and the same mystery Babylon that has prophesied to fall. Okay. But I understand he took the jab and got sick. So we'll we'll watch that. Back to you. Uh, Pastor, what we're experiencing in South Africa is that the predominant churches, the leaders of the predominant churches, of course, the predominant Judeo-Christian churches are actually motivating their people to go for the the Mm -hmm. jab. Yeah. In fact, some of the churches are also presented to the so-called health departments uh, of the state mm-hmm. to to become jabbing centers. <laughs> and instead of warning the people, they actually motivating them to take mm-hmm. the sign of the beast. Yes, they're, yeah, exactly. They're cooperating with the beast, if not being paid. Because you know, we know that doctors and hospitals are being paid to jab people. being paid. Yeah. And I wouldn't doubt yeah. at all that, uh, you know, the, the merchants of Big Pharma are paying some of these churches money to do these programs, to, ro- to round up the volunteers, so to yeah. speak. <laughs> right? Cattle rustling. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Cattle rustling. All right. Yeah. Okay. Other Boy, items. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. Tyre and Babylon, the great city, are both described as centers of commerce. Compare Ezekiel 27 and Revelation 18. And here's from Ezekiel verse 3. And say unto Tyrus, O thou that art situate at the entry of the sea, which art a merchant of the people for many isles, saith Yahweh God, O Tyrus, thou hast said, I am of perfect beauty. How much she hath glorified herself and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow and shall see no sorrow. Right? Isn't the international Jew living high on the hog? Not if If they see the end, they're living in denial of it. Right? But I'd say yeah. the, you know. I think the Rothschilds can see that the end is near, but they're doing everything they possibly can to prevent it. But it's not going yeah. to work. Yeah. Well, well Pastor, um, um, 
some time ago, a few months ago, I uh, when it became evident that the uh, agenda was being followed exactly as been prophesied, I uh, made a little picture that I posted on Facebook stating that these Edomites might think that they are doing a so-called major reset. Yes, mm-hmm. Yahweh controls the main switch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, he can turn off the power <laughs> anytime he wants to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. And, and this, uh, we call it a cashless society. It's not going to be entirely cashless. But uh, as yeah. they proceed to uh, wear out the uh, almighty dollar through uh, enormous inflation. Joe Biden is spending money like yeah. it's out of style. and uh, But that's all to uh, bankrupt the economy so they can replace it with the currency, which is going to be purely digital. It's going to be a strictly mm-hmm. digital currency. They're, g- they're going to have cash around still for, uh, for places that aren't digitally hooked up, right? And because they always yeah. have to have lo- uh, uh, cash to launder money, <laughs> launder drug money, right? So there's all, well, it will be yeah. cash. But for the rest of us, for the rest of us, uh, us who you know have to deal with the economic system they're creating, uh, there won't be any cash. Like, uh, for example, Michael in Sweden says, uh, Sweden is largely operating on cards. Uh, it's largely cashless. and. Yeah. Even in Chicago, there are businesses who won't accept cash. You have to pay by credit card or mm-hmm. debit card or some, or your app on your phone, etc. And uh, that they're yeah. trying to force people to uh, eliminate cash. But don't eliminate. Keep your cash because it's always going to be taken you know, under the table, <laughs> so to speak, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well... Well, as you stated, Pastor, the drug cartels don't work in through the banks. They no, yeah, work under, th- only through hard cash. Yeah, right. Yeah, they, they work under the banks, put it that way, right? In more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, no calls to flee from Tyre. The Lord urges his people to flee from Babylon, the great city, just prior to its destruction. Quote, and I heard another voice yeah. from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. So what's happening mm. today? Christians, who, uh, people who call themselves Christians, are partaking of Babylon's commerce and Babylon's plagues, are they not? In a great way, Pastor. Yeah. They really in should an know absolutely better. great way. In, yeah. In in fact, if one looks at, for example, financial investments by uh, the super Afrikaners, they are very keen churchgoers right. today, Christian. Really? Mm, um, okay. Yes, and 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 I'm talking about uh, Afrikaners that have a multitude of these um, very expensive Italian and very expensive. German cars like uh, Maseratis and uh, um, Lamborghinis, etc. Well, well, both of those that I mentioned are Italian. Mm -hmm. But the most expensive cars, uh, you see them driving around in Cape Town, for example, and especially in the northern suburbs. Now, that is like the stronghold of the 
descendants of the Dutch East Indian Company that mm. um, stayed in the Cape. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. talking about when my son was still in, in school in, in, in Cape Town. Uh-huh. He, some of his friends were driving around in their own cars, brand new um, Audis, these these boxcar Audis and uh, yeah. um, very expensive cars. I, right. I mean, my first car... I, I had to buy, which was a Volkswagen Beetle. Uh-huh. But uh, the moment they turn uh, 17, they get, the, dad and mom buys. In fact, dad has a set of three or four of these expensive cars. Mom has two. <laughs> you know, you know okay. they, they run short of space in t- terms of garages or right. um, lock-up places for their cars. Yeah, you don't want to leave a car like that on the street. Right, <laughs> not in South Africa, yeah. <laughs> right, or even in Chicago, <laughs> right. So, wow, yeah. So, uh, so your your son got to know some of these people. Well, that... they were at school with him, Boston. Oh, okay. And so, did they take him uh, out gambling and stuff? Uh, how well did he get to know them? Well, no, so I'm curious. At that at that stage, uh, I had a very tight control over my son. Oh, okay. But um, uh, he, he would not have had that opportunity, Pastor. He, <laughs> Good. Uh, he, oh, yeah. Well, um, of of course, some of his friends uh, were very um, uh, open minded, and also, of course, uh, uh, funded by dad and mom, who doesn't really care about the child as long as he is off their hands, and mm-hmm. they. Provide him with money to go right. to and and do things which normal kids would never do. Right. Well, because America is renowned for its party colleges, right, where where the students yes. learn how to party and nothing else. <laughs> right. They they yeah. can barely read and write even coming out of college. Right. So yeah. So now we are receiving of Babylon's plagues in the form of pharmakia. And the average yeah. Christian and the average citizen of planet Earth has no idea that this is really the global empire whose destruction is foretold in Scripture. Imminent. Yeah, and it's imminent. Yes, it's very imminent. Okay. The author continues, the call to flee. And now, by the way, uh, almost all Identians are preppers. I mean, uh, I don't think I know any uh, any of our people who aren't in some way or another, preparing for the end, okay? Whether by moving out of the city, as I have just recently done, and as you have recently done, or many who have, uh, you know, got their, um, how should I put it, their refuges out in the country, uh, getaway place, and uh, and a plan to to leave the big city should something really horrible happen, okay? (laughs) Right. Well, Pastor, yesterday... Yesterday it was exactly a year since we've uh, left the city in, or the town in Viams, hmm. and we could not have made a better decision than we did. Okay, so has that area gotten more violent since you left? Because uh, I remember when I was there, yeah, in Pastor, 24- definitely, really. Because uh, when I was there in 2014, yes. all the places we ha- we stayed at, you know, the bed and breakfast places. They had to have brick walls about 10 feet high with with barbed wire on top and big gates to get in because uh, life is yeah. so dangerous there. 
and homes too. Well, it's even the territory. A city like Pretoria, for example, now I, I regretted afterwards that I never took you to Pretoria. But um, uh, if if you would compare Pretoria today uh, as, as uh, mm-hmm. it was about five, six years ago, uh, you wouldn't believe it. It has deteriorated. It, it seems like just another um, city in dark Africa. Yes, yes. Because I remember we went into a shopping mall. Uh, my, uh, I had a, an Apple laptop at the time, and uh, I got the wrong uh, adapters for charging, you know, because in America we have 110, 60 cycles per second. And the rest of the world yes. pretty much has uh, 220, 50 cycles per 20. second. Yeah. And uh, so mm-hmm. you'll, you'll burn an American laptop if you plug it in. So you have to get an adapter. And uh, the adapters I bought cost as much as the computer did here in America. I was shocked. So anyway, uh, but uh, that that mall was all surrounded by brick walls and uh, ga- and gates and iron gates. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and and heavy security all around. So that's what it's like living in uh, South Africa, and that's pretty much what it's getting to be like here in America. Especially in the bigger cities, you really have to be careful yeah. where you go. You cannot uh, leave uh, safe haven, you know, safe areas. Yeah. So our people, yeah, our preppers, and, uh, and not just in terms of getting away from danger, we're also prepping for the the, the coming battle of Armageddon. Survival. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Survival on the one hand, and fighting back with all our might because that day is coming too. That day is coming too. Okay. Absolutely, it's prophesied. Yeah. Now here he quotes uh, Jeremiah 50, verses 8 and 9. Remove out of the midst of Babylon and go forth of the land of the Chal- out of the land of the Chaldeans and be as he goats before the flocks. For lo, I will raise and cause to come up against Babylon an assembly of great nations from the north country and they shall set themselves in array against her from thence she shall be taken, their arrows shall be as of a mighty expert man, none shall return in vain. Now this is talking about uh, Babylon, uh, the third beast. Yes. That, uh, yes. That's talking about the third beast. However, this this could be yeah. another dual prophecy. where mm-hmm. uh, Because I see there's stirrings in uh, Germany and in, uh, in Europe. There's stirrings in Europe. Against the Babylonian system, we see uh, you know, certain nations opting out of the European Union because of the migration yes. crisis. Okay. So, well, yeah, go I'll ahead. say something interesting as well. Scotland mm-hmm. has uh, reinitiated its uh, fight for freedom mm. and uh, release from the uh, British um, Empire or the British uh, uh, Union. Yes, yes. So at, at the moment, the Rothschilds still sit on the top of the heap with all their control of banking and commerce. However, part of the problem, if, mm. if they're deliberately um, scaling down like food supplies and uh, medical supplies and things like that, uh, they're also scaling down the, the, by the means by which they control the economy. All right. And as, well, as doctors and nurses walk out, 
they lose control over them. Back to you. Yes, Pastor, just something interesting. Uh, there is a, um, a, a cell phone app that you can download to see the movement of vessels on the sea. Oh, really? <laughs> and the and uh-huh. and well, the the thing that's staggering at the moment is to see how many vessels have, have um, are, are awaiting to uh-huh. upload and download. In fact, that that had been stalled, and they are deliberately being stalled from uploading and downloading purely because of the fact that the Rothschilds wants to create a massive shortage right. across the globe in all forms of food. Yes, exactly. I, I don't know whether you yeah. I don't know whether you've heard um that the the um American government has commanded farmers to not to sow any food stuff for the next season and mm-hmm. that which is in, currently growing to actually plow that back into the grounds yes. they get paid per hectare or per, per um well per, per surface area for all the food stuff that they don't produce right right uh, our government has been doing that with farmers actually since world war 2 but you're right they've been doing this on a massive scale and farmers have been plowing over the goods, scope. yeah, and uh, because they do want to create a, a food shortage, right? But now, again, this is a two-edged sword, because if you uh, fail to do commerce with these people, uh, and uh, so you, you you won't need as many truck drivers. So the truck drivers will no longer be part of Mystery Babylon. They'll probably move back to the farm, <laughs> right, with their parents, and. Uh, so yeah. you lose control of the, those truck drivers that used to deliver the goods, okay? But, and but it, what you you also, what you also creating, Pastor, is you're creating a very large proportion of the population who do not have any personal income whatsoever. Yeah, and no and they interest. Become, yes, and no interest uh, in well, the beast system. Be, yes, yeah. Absolutely. So you're creating this situation where people become state dependent and the state then determines and dictates no food if you don't take the jab. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but even there, uh, that's not going too well. Okay. Doctors and nurses, are, especially nurses, are walking out and more and more people are becoming aware that the jab is dangerous. So it is a very difficult proposition. Yes. It's kind of like, and we know, the, the Rothschilds always have controlled both sides of any war, okay? And yes. so they, they, they decided uh, to uh, stop feeding the two armies. So they control Army A and Army B, and they decided, well, we're, yeah. we're going to stop feeding them, but they're going to have to continue to fight. Well, I mean, they're going to run out of energy, <laughs> to fight and there won't be exactly and the orders they get from their generals to, to fight they won't be able to follow them because they'll just be weak right so uh okay so you yeah. created a, a system where everybody's weak but then what kind of empire have you got now you know well what, what kind of opposition do you have yeah right so uh and the, those who survive are getting smarter and smarter. They're catching on to the fact that this is all being orchestrated. 
Okay. So, yeah, uh, yeah. and this was all actually foreseen by George Orwell in his book 1984, (laughs) where he said world wars are orchestrated, right? They're all orchestrated. Yeah. Okay, so... Okay, a difference, yeah, a difference in mourning. We have about seven minutes left uh, to conclude this article. The destruction of Babylon, the great city, will be followed by a period of mourning by the kings of the earth, the merchants of the earth. And I don't think this period of mourning is going to last very long. <laughs> and the sailors who profited from no. the city's commerce. Yeah, all the merchant fleets, all of the big, big box stores, Home Depot, Menards, you name all the big stores who have been part of the process of putting small businesses out of business, okay? Well, they're going to go out of business too. They will. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, now just because they're – and here, here's a situation in the pharmaceutical industry. Because people are staying away from hospitals in droves because they don't want to get the jab. The way these hospitals are getting yeah. paid, they're simply getting paid by fiat money directly into their bank accounts by the Rothschilds and other banks to make up for the loss in, mm. in customers. Okay? Correct. So how long can this can go? Oh. Okay. Yeah. okay, go ahead. Um, in South Africa, in South Africa, what uh, they had pre-planned prior, of course, prior to the, um, the so-called pandemic when, when it struck, in uh, when was it January February of last year? Mm-hmm. They con- converted large factories into hospitals, and those hospitals have been standing vacant, unused, yeah, across the, the country. Right. They even built a big ship. I forget what country it was supposed to be for. It might have been America. Yes, a five hundred bed ship, and nobody was ever treated there. Because there weren't any customers, right? Yeah. Right. Now I can say in Chicago, the traffic has, since COVID is worse than ever, and I think the reason why is because people are avoiding getting on buses and trains because number one, they're afraid of catching COVID from somebody else, so they're getting into their cars mm. more more than usual and avoiding public transportation. So, so well, the, the COVID thing. The, yeah, go ahead. The COVID thing must be true because um, at the climate conference um, now recently, uh, all the elitists arrived at the destination or the um, center for the uh, climate control or the climate change uh, conference, all in their own private jets. Yes. These jets were lined up across the uh-huh. wherever they right. could park. Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, in the meantime. The airlines are losing customers because their pilots are getting sick, right? And the customers who yeah. do fly are so uh, frustrated and angry about the way things are going, they're causing flights to be canceled or they're, they're, they're causing arguments and fistfights in the air, right? This is, you know, this is not yeah. going well. It's not going well. You're trying to micromanage well, well, a global collapse. It's not going well. Back to you. Yeah, also what I believe is that uh, some airlines uh, that had uh, forced their, their pilots to take the jab, Yes. so many of these pilots have actually succumbed to this jab that they have now brought out um, uh, instructions that no pilot that has taken the jab will be allowed to fly. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
So, yeah, we can anticipate that because even in the days before COVID, the uh, you know the the pilots who were taking Lipitor to, to supposedly control cholesterol were passing out in midair. Mm. So on top of all the other drugs that uh, big pharma is dispensing to pilots and bus drivers, you know, we're seeing uh, auto accidents increase because the people who've taken the jab are losing consciousness while driving. Okay. Yeah. This is just going to slow down the economy to a crawl. But it'll be an unmanageable crawl. You know, like say, you got a traffic well, jam from Chicago all the way to Kankakee, which is 50 miles. <laughs> That's a 50-mile traffic jam. Well, Pastor, what I, just in this past week, I heard of two of my family members um, have died, and I think both of them had taken the jab. Mm. Um, I, my brother-in-law um, that died in May. Mm-hmm. I think he had taken the jab prior to his um, yeah his Demise. his heart attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so uh, what I what I see is that those who do succumb to the demands of the elitists to go for the jab end up dying. Yes, absolutely, no doubt about it. Yeah, and brother Aber makes this. Post- yeah, he makes this comment in the chat room. I wouldn't want to marry a vaccinated woman. Those babies will be hybrids or or monsters, right? So even more reason for well, us to segregate ourselves. Well, what I've heard is a recommendation. A date a unvaxxed girl uh-huh. because you can't take it to restaurants and you can't take it to cabaret shows, etc. Yeah, right. So you can spend a quiet evening at home with her. You get to know her. <laughs> Get to know each other, yes. right? <laughs> yes. Which you really can't do today. You know, uh, but it also says that uh, people, uh, Yahshua said, people will be uh, buying and selling. They will be partying and laughing and uh, yucking it up, getting married. As in the days and, of and, Noah. As in the days of Noah. And then the end will come, right? They're yeah. not going to be expecting it. They should. Okay. All right. And, and one more uh, question for you. So it's really obvious we're right, right at the very end. Has anybody been re- raptured yet? Pastor, only those that had not obeyed Yahweh's instructions about the uh, mark of the beast. Yes. They've been raptured by death. They haven't been raptured Absolutely. into the sky. Yes. In, okay. in, in fact, just just today, my my eldest daughter lives in uh, New Zealand, and yes. uh, she mentioned something about the rapture. Uh, one can see that the rapture is about to take place, and I sent her a note. Uh, Do you still believe in the in the rapture? I said to her that uh, uh, the only scripture that relates anything about rapture is the kind of rapture that you wouldn't want to participate yeah, in. That's right. That's right. So, so yeah. I sent her the the verses in scripture that actually relate to a rapture uh-huh yeah in, yeah. in afrikaans of course it is vechrab mm. and um, well she she sent me a message saying thank you for that bit of information right right i'll take it under advisement <laughs> okay yes. pastor a great show today i think we've uh, established beyond any doubt 
that today's Mystery Babylon is a version of Tyre and will meet the same kind of demise. Yes. It has a, a, a ascended to the same heights as Tyre, but will eventually fall. The sooner the better. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. Thank you, Pastor Martins. Good talking to you again. Take care. Thank and, you, Pastor. I just yeah. wanted to say, mm-hmm. Revelation 18 says, in one hour. In one Praise hour. Praise Yahweh. Amen. Take care. Yahweh bless. Okay, folks. Thanks for listening. Take care. See you all next time. Bye-bye.